Hi everyone, I'm Leisha and welcome to my podcast Leisha Online. Hi everybody and welcome back to I think this is episode 9 of my podcast Leisha Online and today I'm joined with my lovely friend Shannon. You're my first friend from school that I've had on this. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm actually so scared this is terrifying. Why? Just because of the fact I've signed myself up. <laughs> yeah no but you're such a good talker like I think this will be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll, be, it'll be funny talking about all these things now to be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think I'm really excited for this one. I feel like this is going to be my favourite one that I've done is because you just crack me up, honestly. Okay. Like, just because of the silly stuff I come up with. But... I think we were talking in the car the other day and I was just thinking, like, I just wanted this, the, to chat in the car to be the podcast episode. Mm, absolutely. You were mentioning that. You were like, oh, I was talking about getting such and such in the podcast. And I was like, oh my God, that would be so much fun. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. And now <laughs> here we are. But yeah, no, basically we met in school and mm-hmm. uh, today we're going to actually talk about travel because you're quite a, you're a seasoned traveller, you like to um, travel oh, I don't know if I a seasoned, lot. but I've had the ups and downs while travelling now. Oh my we, God, yeah. you've been everywhere though, no, I feel no, like. Not, I haven't been outside Europe, sure. But <laughs> you have, you've been American all. Yeah, I've been to America, but I feel like you've been to a lot of the European countries, and you're quite independent that you can you can go and do these things by yourself. Like a lot of people, I think especially from here, a lot of people tend to be quite like worried about traveling by themselves yeah. or like you know doing something new. But I always think that you you just like threw yourself head yeah, head you're first. Yeah, I'm sure with that rotary. That's I mm-hmm. mean that's really the only thing I've done independently. It's yeah. The same as you. Yeah. Um. That was whenever we were in school as well. Like mm-hmm. Somehow you got you talked into that as well. I know, I know. But yes, basically we we met in school and um then we went to university together and it's just kind of been an up and down. Yeah, yeah it's it really been has. so fun. I it's feel like it's so roundabout now that like we're actually here recording a podcast. Graduated and all. I know. Made it through. Even when we were sitting in school, like we would never ever think it that. Felt so far away. Yeah, and yeah. just would never think we'd be here doing this and graduated and actually like doing what we wanted wanted to do exactly yeah so our first trip do you remember much of when we went to Capri this was in I think I remember October 3rd year Mm -hmm. secondary school Mm -hmm. I think this was in around the time that we were like started to get really really friendly yeah yeah um and it was like a geography trip wasn't it Mm mm-hmm was it? Was I literally, it, yeah. I to be honest, I literally just signed myself up just because I seen it was Italy and there was pizza and I wanted to go to Capri. <laughs> Absolutely, I think it was. It was an A level trip, and here's us third years just tagging along. I know it was so sights. fun. Was that kind of your first like big trip away then? No, well I've been on holidays with my family, but that was I mean the first one. I was so homesick. Lad. Do you remember that? I was oh my so god, homesick. you were! I actually <laughs> forgot about that. I was so homesick that trip. God, I was so glad to get away. <laughs> I know, away from me, I know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like four or five days, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, we went and did, it was Pompeii, mm-hmm. and then the Mount Vesuvius, that was the volcano that erupted. Yeah. And then Capri for a day, that was fun. I really enjoyed Capri. Yeah. What else did we do? Did we, we did yeah. Naples. Was Naples, dead Naples, yeah. And we seen the... Off the coast. We did it. We did it all. I actually still have a little soap that I got in oh, the no Malfi Coast, like a lemon, a lemon soap. Oh, that no. I'd say it's well travelled now. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it still has that smell. Like it still, it was like a lemon. Yeah. It was a lemon soap, mm-hmm. and I remember getting it from my mum, and I liked it that much that I like 
kept it for myself and then but I still smell it now I'm like oh those are, yeah. those are the days and it's really crazy now because I'm literally just back from Italy like by myself and yes, absolutely. you were in Milan right now yeah and it was so nice I was yeah. just there by myself but it was lovely on your own. but I just couldn't believe I because actually when I got home from Milan I was like looking through all my wee belongings and I see the Polaroid of us two in, <gasps> in Italy That's in insane. Capri so um, poor baby faces I'm sure I know it's mad time yeah. flies for you Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So obviously you went on the on the rotary trip. Do you want to explain what that is for anyone who doesn't know what that is? Because I like wouldn't have known only from from you. That's how I found yeah. out about it. And your man coming to school. So basically, this man came into school. He was part of the rotary club in like our local area at the time. I was when I was telling my mom about this. I was like, she was like, that sounds really dodgy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, these are all gonna go away to a different country. No one from your country's going. Yeah. My parents were like, you're not going to this um yeah so basically he came in and explained that you can go on a youth exchange for i think it's up to two or two to three weeks Mm -hmm. each camp so you're going on a camp and each camp is different and it could be in a different country so there's a range of countries you can choose from and each camp will be of a different theme so it could be about sightseeing or it could be tracking or it could be what was yours about actually mine i think was just about because i went to the netherlands i think it was just about exploring the country country, and yeah. yeah there's some that's about like climate change and then there was one I think it was in Finland about photography oh, so oh so yes different. that's right yeah yeah and then each one would have a different fee potentially depending on obviously what camp you're choosing uh, your accommodations paid for your foods paid for the one I actually went on first the camp was free mm-hmm. and I just had to pay for was my it, oh really yeah the Belgium one I went no on was free. yeah oh, the whole trip the two weeks 80 pounds what? Yeah, 80 pounds? Yeah, it was unreal. God, I paid like six or seven hundred pounds to do mine. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh did you travel through Belgium though, or did you just, like, were you just in one place the whole time? No, so we stayed in, I think it was called We, but it's spelled H U Y, like We. And then we went to Liège, and then we went oh, to yeah. Antwerp, oh. and then we went to Brussels, like, and Bruges as well. Mm-hmm. Bruges was lovely, it was so nice. I also was in Liège. Yeah, Didn't that's right, that? that was with the school, wasn't it? Yeah, I also went to Liège because our school that we went to was founded by nuns that came from Liège, so we went and sang it, like, one of the nuns was mm-hmm. being kind of removed from her burial plot to another place, but Liège was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the culture in Belgium, I think, is so... I couldn't really pinpoint it. Like, it was, there was so varied. It's taken mm-hmm. a lot of cultures from different, different yeah. countries. Did you find that? There's, I think... In Belgium, they speak both Dutch and French. Yeah, and like Flemish, I think. Is that Belgium yeah, as well? So Flemish, yeah, is it Flemish and Wallonian? God, is I, I different... can't even remember. I don't know. Well, well you're meant to be the pro, you were there. Mm, not really. <laughs> as far as I know, the people that were I was staying with were like Wallonian, as far oh, as I know. Oh, right, okay. During the camp, sometimes it's hosted by families. So the first one I stayed on, you stay with two different families mm-hmm. yeah um, we were the same and it takes a lot of um like confidence to be able to go and do that by yourself okay. like i was just like get me out of here please yeah was, honestly 80 pound i could not say no yeah as well i think you think these ideas are great like me going to milan i was like this idea seems great for me to go somewhere by myself mm-hmm. and then when you're actually there and you're actually on your own you're like oh my god i've actually done this and now i'm like mm-hmm. here and there's no going back yeah absolutely did you but find it's, that it's so much achievement but i suppose with the camps you're with other people so i forgot to say that you're with people from other countries so you're the only person from your country there mm-hmm. but there could be people from denmark france yeah germany were you the Russia. only person from like kind of like so you were Irish, but was there anyone from England or Scotland no, or Wales no. there? Uh, there was actually a, a girl from America, and there was a 
on the first trip and there was a girl from Australia the second trip. I feel like that's the most culturally similar because we had I had mm-hmm. a Canadian girl when I went to um, the Netherlands there was a Canadian girl mm-hmm. and I felt like I could relate to her culturally but a lot of a lot of the other company or companies a lot of the other countries I found were um like it was there was such different we were so different culturally mm-hmm. but then at the same time so similar once yeah. you kind of like understand those like cultural barriers then you become so similar and you get on really well absolutely for the first one we everybody got on really really well straight off the bat but for the second one it actually took a like a good while for everyone to warm up oh, to really? so it was literally the last day where everyone was having a, a great time do you know what i mean because there was nearly clicks forming okay but apart from that like it didn't bother me i was having a great time yeah i don't know i feel like it's a really good way of opening your eyes to different cultures while also having a good time having a holiday yeah i so think so too you get the opportunity to just do go because it's amazing it's great yeah so that's a rotary group and i think you can still do that like that's not a, mm-hmm. i think you can do that to any age like yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah like it's like a youth program but I think it was like 18 to like 25 mm-hmm. or something yeah because I remember I went when I instead of like going on like a girls holiday or anything I went mm-hmm. to the rotary to the Netherlands and at the time I was like oh you know I maybe I should have just went on like a girls holiday mm-hmm. to wherever like yeah. ponds or something mm-hmm. but then when I got there and like when I got home and then I was straight into lockdown I kind of thought like that experience with Rotary was really once mm-hmm. in a lifetime to meet because I remember there was people from like India, Taiwan, like mm-hmm. Russia, like people from yeah. all over the world you would just never meet again. Exactly, people that you don't normally bump into Yeah. on a like day-to-day basis, I don't know and it's it's crazy to think that all those people from 15 different countries are there at the exact same time at the exact same place yeah having the same it's just weird it's just it's just cool yeah the netherlands was amazing um because i started i think we started like near amsterdam i'm pretty sure that's the north of the netherlands but i could be wrong but um i think my where i was staying was like 20 minutes outside of amsterdam it felt very dutch because there was still like little windmills and like mm. um the boats and like it was it, it was Monica Dam I stayed and I remember staying Lovely. with this host family and we were culturally different but the same and I remember yeah. me and the little girl like we were very similar like she loved Ariana Grande and so did I, I and we barely like spoke the same language but we still could like say like oh I love Ariana Grande too. Oh, that's class. In terms of like I know the food in Italy like you know what you're expecting mm-hmm. you're gonna have because it's pizza pasta that's just your normal stuff but what's the food like what was the food like whenever you were there? Oh my god, I can't can even. I actually can't even remember anymore. It was I can't remember really about the food, but I remember there being like little kind of tarts. There were like little um tarts that were kind of the local thing there that like the local treat that everyone mm-hmm. used to have. And then there was like the the Dutch pancakes that are in yes. Belfast Christmas markets. They mm-hmm. they had those, but um. No, like one of my memories, I remember we would cycle back to this like fishing village back and forth and there would be like nights out on this in this fishing village and um I remember like we were all like drunk cycling back oh, from the, the fishing <laughs> village and I was like with all these people from all around the world and we were cycling these bikes with baskets oh, back no. to Monagadam where we were staying and I was like, This is just such a like random crazy <laughs> memory like yeah. but it was so amazing. But like you wouldn't have that memory otherwise just um, until you took the uh-huh. leap that you were gonna actually do it. Yeah. And then so you said so the first time you stayed in Belgium and then yes. the second time did you go to Italy then? Yes, it was Italy and it was more Expensive. So you've been in Italy loads. You went skiing, skiing as well. Then was the we went together. Trip, yep. Yes. And then tracking as well. And then I'm going again now in June. 
God, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. so your rotary trip then with Italy was tracking. It was track. Oh, it was great too. Although to be fair, I was absolutely wrecked. Like, really? I was How long the were you there for? I was there for two weeks, and it was I think out of the two weeks we were tracking eight days. Oh my god! And like up really. So hiking basically. Pretty, yeah, yeah, hiking yeah. up these mountains, and you would start at nine o'clock in the morning. You weren't back to eight o'clock at night, but. It was, what? It was just, that sounds like absolute the views, hell. The views at the top yeah. were insane. I think one of them was 3,000 metres high. I don't even know how tall that is. It was really, really good. Is that, is that, how high tall is Everest? God, I don't know. Like, is well, 3,000 metres? Am I, am I exaggerating that? Yeah, I was trying to, I was thinking like, um, I think it might have been 3,000 metres above sea level. I could be exaggerating Do you remember that. what the mountain was? It could be Bisbino or something you call it. I meant Everest height, we'll soon see. It was the last one we did on the day. Yeah, Mount but, Everest is 8.8. 8. Okay, probably not 3,000 metres then. 8.8 8 metres? No, it could be. That's that's still I high. Know, it, I don't know. It was something Everest is really there. high. That's crazy. Yeah, but it was really, really good. And then... God, I thought I was, like, hard done by in Amsterdam because we had to cycle all the time. But, like, to hike all the time, I can't believe you actually volunteered yourself no, to do that. I swear, right, first day, we did a flat tracking, like, route round mm-hmm. Lake Como. I think it was three <gasps> that's kilometers. That's amazing. Right? Three kilometres. And sure, didn't I get blisters the first day? And I didn't tell anyone because I was like, this is so poor that I've got blisters in the first day. I'm not going to be fit to do the rest of it. So the next day, I laced up the boots way on. And they just kept getting worse and worse. And then I put on compates. But this is the thing. I shouldn't. I tried to rip them off. And it just completely tore the skin. Oh, it was awful. Oh, It was really, really God. bad. But anyway. So I guess that's why, like, tensions mm. were high then when you had to, like, walk everywhere in Amsterdam. We were, like, drinking and eating and, yeah, like, all no, getting on. There was no... We weren't allowed alcohol at all. The first trip, you were... They would give you, like, two drinks for your day, I swear. Yeah. And then the second trip, you had to be... It was more strict, I suppose, because you had to be up at six o'clock in the morning to be away tracking. But we did have days with activities. We yeah. went to the Monza racetrack. Right. And we were flying around the racetrack and oh, these, all these supercars, cool. which was really, really good. It's um, just like once in a lifetime. If you actually did get the chance to do that rotary um, absolutely. youth exchange, you really should. And you meet such amazing people as well. Like it is, it is really cool. Yeah. We are going to be doing, well, me and a few of my friends from work are talking about doing, I think it's called the Camino de Santiago. Stop Have you heard of that? the track from, is it Spain? Yeah, in Spain. Yeah. 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 I think there's one of the girls in school's mum did it and she said it was like unbelievable oh really great. yeah and the amount of people you meet that's doing the same sort of thing yeah the people that you meet of different walks of life it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah um no we were thinking about doing that but i'm not like really i just don't know how active i am that i feel like am i do oh, i want to do that? but um, i don't know you think that <laughs> like i wasn't in the sh- like i wasn't in the finest of shape going out to italy but God, I bet you came back, like, just... No, with all the pasta. Um, oh, really? So I was eating, I came back the way I went out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I came back from the Netherlands. I lost my two stone and I'm not even joking. Because we were cycling all the time. Everything, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. See, everything was, like, there. So you just, I don't know, you didn't have to yeah. worry about getting yourself sort of out. It was just all there. So yeah, anyway, yeah. It. No, I'm actually going to um Stockholm for Midsummer. Yes, that's right. Next one. Is a concert? No, or? Midsummer is like a, it's like a, the 
I think it's the longest day of the summer is midsummer, and I don't actually know if the sun sets at all in Sweden um, around the time of midsummer. So we're going like around the time of the seventeenth of June. So that would be lovely. That's around your birthday. That is your birthday. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we're going around that time. So we'll be away for the festival. But I love that um, everyone wears like all their flowers, and it's Mm -hmm. basically um, I think it's like a festival. It's like an ancient festival, like celebrating like fertility and like um, like crops and that kind of thing. So me and my friends are going and like we'll probably go we'll probably we'll go and do all that but we're still gonna have a good time absolutely. like absolutely yeah that, that's right up your street you show me pictures of it and it does scream leash it yeah. yeah but have you seen um the the movie midsummer no. with florence Pugh in it no and good. everyone dies so <laughs> but it's just like a, it's just like a horror movie like it's okay. not it's not real but um, <laughs> let's hope not <laughs> this could be my everyone could oh, be watching this no. being like oh god no it happened tell me more about Milan, whenever you were there, t- two weeks ago, was it? No, it's only last week. God, time actually flies. Yeah, yeah. No, it was... And then you went straight to Leeds for work. Yeah, I know. I know I'm Miss International now. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Milan was good. Like, it's um, it's so beautiful. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. there's so much money, I think, in Milan. Like, it just, and even as well, when I was in Rome, like, I just thought, when I was at the Vatican, there's just so much money, and it just feels like, it doesn't even feel right, like how much money is in yeah. the Vatican and, and the churches in mm-hmm. general. Like we did Prague there, and the amount of churches there and the design of them, mm-hmm. they're just it's covered in gold. It's and amazing. All this expansive. It, stuff, yeah. But I don't know. It's amazing, but at the same time, like it's like there's so much poverty in the world, and so much of this money is in. Yeah. The Vatican, which is the smallest country in the world. Yeah, so. true. Did you watch that documentary on Netflix the um about the Vatican girl who went missing? No, but I heard about it. I was told to watch it. Oh my god, it's so good! Like it's keep, it keeps me up at night. Just really? thought about that. Yeah, yeah, you Gives need to watch me it. Yeah, of it. No. it's so basically it's. I think she's called Emanuela. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went missing, but she was like staff in the Vatican. Okay. It was their daughter, so mm-hmm. um. She went missing and there's just all these different theories that Netflix goes down to try and find this girl who went missing in the Vatican. But like um there were sightings of her all over the world and like but she's still never been found. I think she's called Orlandi. Emanuela Orlandi, I think that's right. Okay. But um it's just all oh, it kills me. I'm just like, really? I just wanna know what's, what's happened. happened? And crazy. then she was signed into some kind of like um Catholic like um residency kind of thing in England as well. Okay. So she went from she disappeared after some kind of she was practicing her instrument and she disappeared mm-hmm. like when she went to the lesson and it was just never seen again That's and she phoned i think she phoned her mum and then that was it they never heard from her again how long ago was this oh about 40 years ago but they still, still they've opened the case up again after this That's crazy. yeah it's uh, mental do you know what i actually have to say i really do like a wee netflix documentary yeah i watched the one about do you remember that Boeing? Is it 740? Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I actually can't deal with it. No. The MH370 one. Yeah, it's just crazy to me. Like, how does people vanish? How, like, oh, I go? I was telling my friends at work, like, I actually, that gave me a real, like, existential crisis, that, um, <laughs> that documentary. Whenever it actually happened? No, like, the documentary. Oh, I yeah. watched it, mm-hmm. and I was really freaked out by it. Yeah. Like, like I just couldn't get the whole thought of it out of my head for ages I was like I just can't understand like but then when I watched it I was like I actually do think that there is one clear answer of what happened what was the one what did you think I thought that he the pilot had felt like kind of like a suicide attempt yeah 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 so there was three I don't know whoever's watched this but there was three main theories that they had yeah so it was the pilot that it was intercepted 
Yeah. And then, what was the other one? So it was, it was intercepted like, by, was it? Russia? Yeah, yeah. These big, these other planes that can like inter- interfere with the signal of that plane and it was flown to Russia and then there was another one. And then some people think it went into like a parallel universe or something. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, maybe that's like a TikTok one that I just seen, but yeah, that's... over the Bermuda that, Triangle, yeah. <laughs> no, literally. But I think, like, he... Um, I think that he purposely avoided all of those tracking... Th- um, do you know the way there's signals, like military yeah. signals that can pick up where a plane is? Yes, um, yes. I think he knew the routes so well and he purposely avoided it because... Sure. In the sim- when they he he um, went over his hometown, did you see that? Oh, no. I didn't see that. So he like did a lap over where he was from, like he flew over where oh. he was from. They think so. I I do think it was suicide was like, attack. So that was his like goodbye, and then he I think flew so. on ahead. See, the same... flew on ahead. It's very blunt. He, um, I think, as far as I know, like the way they had it in the documentary was that he had a flight simulator at home. Yeah. And the night before he flew the plane, he did the exact same route that. Oh really? The plane took into like the Indian Ocean yeah then there was some kinds of um like debris and stuff and fine I just needed an answer I just think I needed like definite like there is actually there is an answer to this like I couldn't think like I think what the problem was with me was when I started watching I was like I need an actual answer of what happened here I'm laughing about the fact we're talking about travel and then we're talking about a plane crash but I have a real fear like a genuine I'm not sure if I've told you this before I have like a really genuine fear of like um like a plane crash. That's one of my did I tell you that before? No. Biggest fear in life. Seriously? I but, didn't know that. Because I'd be sitting on those um like Erlingus tiny wee planes going oh, to the England. Oh my god. I'm always put beside those little like oh, no. um pro- uh, what are they called? Yeah, like propellers? propellers? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. But then I when I got to Leeds I actually told one of the, um someone there I was like I've got such a fear of flying but they were saying that the plane um a plane can't like crash out of the sky a helicopter can but a plane can't oh, and the way yeah. a plane's designed it will like it will drift like unless yes. it explodes or something mm-hmm. but it won't no, like just fall out of the sky yeah I actually forgot so whenever I went to Italy for that youth exchange yeah I think you know about this but we were flying home it was June, June July anyway on the flight home right I got to the airport <laughs> Got to the gate. Is this going to be a scary story? I don't know. Not really scary, but I don't know. It was terrifying because I was on my own and I was 17. And I was like, what has gone on? But um, got through the airport, through security. Didn't take that long. That was fine. Got to the gate. Showed boarding passes onto the plane. Mm-hmm. Fine. Everything up in the sky. But about half an hour in, oh, I was no. next to the window. Oh my God, I'm going to be sick. No. So I was next to the window and I was like, God. That oxbow lake looks very, very familiar. What? Like, the what? Oxbow. You know the oxbow lakes that you see forming on, like from a river? Oh, right, okay. I was like, that looks so familiar. We were just circling around. Like, we weren't getting any higher. I was like, there's something wrong here. There is something wrong. So we were circling around. We were just doing the circle in the sky for oh, an hour. Oh, my. And I texted mommy. I was like, mommy, I'm going, like, I'll be home for this time. Come down to Dublin with me. Obviously, you know, that's yeah. a far drive from where we actually live. So... That was fine. And the pilot was like, there's an issue with the pressure in the cabin. Oh, There's something my. wrong with the plane. So we're waiting for a landing slot at the same airport that we took off from. So got the plane down. That was fine. I was sitting in tears in this plane. I was like, oh my God. I, no, I swear. I was like, I can't oh. believe what has going on here. So oh. I texted my mum. Mummy was already in Dublin waiting to lift me because oh, I would have no. at that stage. 
And I was like, that looks so I'm sure she was pain. so happy uh-huh. with you. And they were like, we're going to end. <laughs> oh, she was so delighted. <laughs> she, I think she made it up the day off work for her. <laughs> so they were like, we're going to get engineers out. They're flying them out from Germany. And it should be ready within the next five hours. Bear in mind, I boarded the plane at 11 o'clock. This is now four o'clock in the oh afternoon. Oh my God. I'm sure you got um, a big payout for that though. No, not even. Just about got the pay- flight paid for. Um. Anyway, um, so that was grand. And they were like, there's no way this flight's taken off tonight yeah we're gonna have to put you up in a hotel <gasps> also I, oh you're only plane, 17 the whole plane away off to this hotel i mean a queue yeah. of people trying to get checked into their rooms because <laughs> the whole the plane full of people was here oh that's scary though yeah. being by yourself at 17 uh-huh. in this hotel so then whenever got to the next morning we were waiting for email updates on our phones no update and then at 12 o'clock so were you keeping in contact with these people then that you'd met the, the, like no, these no, people no, on the flight no the, like once i was dropped off at the airport that was it um, <laughs> no, I mean, were you keeping in contact with the people on the flight? Oh, there was this family I sat down beside, and they were like, "Oh well, like where are you from?" Because we had obviously similar accents. Um, oh, so that well, I guess you're all going to Ireland, so you yeah, all know, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. that's... but there was this particular family I sat beside, and they were like, "Well, how are you?" And blah blah blah, and they were lovely. But so that was fine. We got up the next morning, having stayed in this hotel. 12 o'clock, no update. 4 o'clock, no update. And then we got a text at 6 o'clock being like, your flight's to take off at half eight tonight. So Well, that doesn't give you a lot of time uh to get there. Right. So went to the airport, boarded the plane. How many people were on the plane? How many? Five people, including me. Oh, well, because they all probably just went and bought their own. They went and got different flights. So I had the whole back of the half of the plane to myself. God, you're good. I would have just got another flight. personal safety demonstration. It was great. <laughs> free tea and coffee. It was lovely. Oh my God. Well, I mean, it wasn't lovely the whole experience, but yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, and only most, 17. Yeah, I think that was the most terrifying thing that's happened in terms of flight. Although we were getting a flight, it was to Prague, and it was with Ryanair. And the same thing, everybody boarded the plane, and then sure didn't they say, oh, we can't take off, there's an issue with the plane. Sure, why did you board the plane? Oh my why God. Why did you board the plane? It's not for the takeoff. Oh no. So then I don't want plane. you to jinx me now, for when I'm going away. I wouldn't no, wish. I just don't I don't, don't want to, oh, well, that's what okay. I'm with. This is the issue with, <laughs> this is the issue with God, the I'm going to get cancelled here. Um, no. Ran are going to get this put down. Sorry. Have you heard this whole thing that they think Olivia Neal is, um, Ranner's TikTok. Oh, stop. Yeah, because the eyes on the plane, they think that's that's her. Like, no way. Controls the account. Yeah. Did she not say she wanted to be a pilot? Yeah, I think, I think it is her. I personally think oh, really? it is. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, her. But I must ask you, what's been your favourite country so far? Like, oh. for people, where would you recommend? If someone's listening and they're thinking, like, I'm going to go travel somewhere, right. where would you say you recommend the most? If you're saying within UK, I would say go to Edinburgh. I love Edinburgh. Yeah, I was recently in Edinburgh too. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. We went to Christmas and it was lovely. It's nearly like a home from home mm-hmm. kind of city. Yeah. Everybody makes you feel really welcome. And it's got so much history as well. There's a lot to do. The shopping's good too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's your favourite book. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would say Europe. It really depends. Prague was lovely as a city. I think, I think it was great. There's so much to do in it as well, mm-hmm. cramming everything in. Yeah. But I don't know. You can't beat Rome, I don't think. Never Rome been, was my favorite. I think Rome was my favorite city I've been to. I thought it was really? so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably lo- loads to do in that too. Sure, the Colosseum and all. There was loads to do and so much history, but it just felt like so. Um, 
we just went um we went like right after christmas so it was like it was oh, very okay. quiet there was no tourists really around and it was just it was lovely yeah. like the food was lovely and it was just a really really good time you could appreciate everything too. yeah you your own time yeah too. it was lovely yeah because you see sometimes the scenes at the trevi fountain you can't get a oh my god anything. it's so beautiful there and then the, the spanish steps like it it is it is so beautiful mm-hmm. so i would recommend rome mm. but also paris okay. the, what's the mm-hmm. saying um a bad day in Paris is better than a good day anywhere else. Oh, really? Yeah, me and my friend Anya went to Paris on That's the right. Eurostar from London. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just absolutely gorgeous. Lovely, yeah. But there's, like, an, a thing about the Eiffel Tower. There's, like, um the Eiffel Tower, um, oh, my God, effect or something it's called. That um everyone thinks the Eiffel Tower is going to be bigger in real life than it actually is. Oh, really? Anya thought that she expected it to be bigger, but I actually felt like it, it was what it I expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I booked flights to Paris. Paris is so beautiful. No, I, I literally woke up. You're crazy yesterday. going by yourself. Yesterday. Going by yourself or going with a partner. I would never go to Paris unless I, there's a ring on my finger. Really? Uh, well, with... A, when you went with Anya? Yeah, but I'm not fli- I'm not going to marry Anya. No, I don't I'm not with Anya. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go with a boy. Like, I just couldn't. You wouldn't? No, because I don't want anyone to taint my experience of Paris unless I'm married to them and I know, like, this is it. Oh, uh, okay, okay, fair. I know what you mean. Oh, no, I'll go on my own. So if my future husband can take me to Paris. <laughs> Whoever that may be. <laughs> you like that one, yeah. though? <laughs> um, yeah, no, just randomly. Well, I've been looking at it all, in my spare time. Look at yeah. flights, just what's cheap. Um, Have you ever solo travelled before? I mean, I don't think the rotary trip counts, to be honest, because it's no. like really a flight by yourself. Yeah. Um, no, I actually haven't, really. Um, I would recommend staying in a hostel, because when I went by yeah. myself, I stayed in a hotel, and it was the loneliest. It was very, very lonely, unless you, like, really put yourself out there and, like, stay in a hostel to meet people or, like, go yeah. to events, but I really can't myself to myself yeah i know what you mean and it's hard whenever you're in a hotel because it's just you in the hotel it's hard i think as a woman as well traveling on your own like it's you'd be nervous of you know someone yeah no definitely i don't know see i'm sitting thinking i'm so far away and i'm sitting like yeah i'll go whenever it comes to it i mightn't even go but i I think when when is it it's not to june it's like a month away roughly (laughs) it's so long away (laughs) (laughs) we're filming Um, this on the third of may so june's actually really not that far like what day are you going Twelfth of June. Twelfth of June. Oh God, that's it's Monday to Friday. But see, no, right. This is this is the dilemma I have. Right. So I looked at the flights and I was like, oh my God, the airport said Paris <laughs> Beauvais, right? And I said, okay, Paris. Booked the flights, then looked at the airport. It's a two-hour bus. <laughs> oh bus. my God. It's closer to the sea than it is to fucking Paris. How much was the flights? Thirty-five pound. I mean, it's a wee backpack, but she'll do my right. Yeah. Well, at least you know you're not gonna be like missing out on like a big lot, like a lot of money if you don't yeah. go. Yeah, I might just take the losses that I haven't paid for accommodation. Yeah, yet. but again, you should just trip. go. You I should just go. Trip. It's fun. Why not? Well, I wouldn't do it as a solo trip, but I'm just putting it out there. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks. For support. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have any tips for um solo traveling. Well, maybe have even in the back of your head. Have you ever had to run to a gate in the airport? Oh no, the yeah. says it all. <laughs> we were, we had like, with work, we were working on a show and there was a rap party the night before, so everyone was like severely hungover. And I was sitting in Starbucks with my like iced 
oat latte, just like loving that. Well, I was hungover, but I was like, oh, what a great night last night. And just talking away at everyone. And then we could hear like, oh, final call to Belfast. Like we, we kind of forgot we were actually in the airport and we were sprinting. Oh, no. We were the last people on the plane. And as soon as we like got on, that was it. It took off. The door was closed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God we actually got going. Otherwise, we would have been in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. for missing that flight. Yes, you're very lucky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So far. Another question I have is, out of all the people that you've met from all over the world doing Rotary, is there any kind of traditions or culture, like cultural things from, you know, someone you've met that you've picked up and you still do? I wouldn't say there's been any, like, specific traditions that I've picked up. Because I guess you you went to um, uh Croatia after. Are you going to tell it? Yeah, I was just about to say. So whenever I went to Belgium, I had had a share, like, of a house with another girl from Croatia and like the, we spent the two weeks together and we were obviously sharing this house together across the two weeks and at the end of it we were like oh like it would be good to see you again so we planned that she would come over here to Ireland and then mm-hmm. I would go over to her to Croatia for two weeks. Croatia so, so beautiful yeah, I it love was it. Great. It was really really good um but so we did that but one thing I'd say that actually going on Rotary inspired me to do now it might have lasted only a month but was Duolingo and I was like, oh yeah I was so t- I was so determined to learn Spanish yeah since I've been in France I've yeah. still been doing my French Duolingo trying mm-hmm. to um, up my knowledge after my GCSE yeah. in French uh-huh. <laughs> so this is the thing like our school only really offered mm-hmm. French and Irish yeah and honestly I think if they had offered maybe Spanish I probably would have done it don't you ever feel like when you're in a different country and they can speak English but you can't speak their language you feel very I I feel bad Bad, and like god I feel so stupid I can only speak one language it's nearly your I feel like I've taken it for granted because they had to learn English Mm -hmm. whereas Mm -hmm. like if imagine we had to learn their language like French or or Spanish or um, I am doing Geolingo now I'm doing French like I I feel like actually I'm learning a lot yeah no I've been doing it for ages now for you when we went to manchester when we were in a Ma- yeah when we were in manchester i was doing it like every we night to, well i met you in manchester as well that was fun for a few places again. yeah we I have it, yeah. yeah yeah i know it's crazy yeah so i also was in croatia i went to dubrovnik and split where where did you go in croatia so flew into zagreb oh yes i've never been there didn't really like it to be honest it's very industrial it's a city yeah isn't it yeah it's just like your normal industrial city mm-hmm. and then we stayed in another place Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but again, with began with V. It was so run down. I think it used to be the old capital of Croatia. Mm-hmm. Very run down. Here, I'm really selling Croatia right now. <laughs> no, I think Croatia is so beautiful. Uh, no, the, to be fair, now the drive from the drive along Croatia, like so we have to drive from the top to the bottom to a wee place called Klak, and it was in between Split and Dubrovnik. You could actually see the customs. And have you been to both Split and Dubrovnik? No, only to Dubrovnik. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's it's got such an amazing history. If anyone um has a chance to go, they really should. But Split is also amazing for island hopping. Yes. And we went to like the blue um caves, so there's like blue completely like blue water caves. Ooh. It's amazing. Well, that's very exciting. But yeah, I think Croatia is my my favorite place. Mm-hmm. I've, I've oh, been. Oh, I'll never forget that we had dinner. So obviously, because we were clacking where we were by the sea, the dinner was obviously loads of fish, and I don't particularly like fish. Mm-hmm. One day I was sat a whole fish eyes tail oh my god and I was like what way do I tackle it and like the girl I was staying with mum was like to her in question help her uh-huh. I was like oh my god oh no so um, do you have like a, a one memory of like a highlight of your travels or, or in like, general yeah 
I honestly, like, there's just so many. I don't know. I feel like it's a very rewarding experience to go and just open your eyes to different cultures and the way other people live yeah. in the world. And the Absolutely. fact that this is all here. Because mm-hmm. um, you get so bogged down and think, oh, I'm, I'm such a... Everything in my life is so important. Mm-hmm. But then the world is so big. You're really so insignificant at the end yeah. of the day. Um, it's a good way to put things into perspective and kind of just think, oh... Like, in the nicest way possible, you're actually quite insignificant. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nice feeling, I think, though. My favourite was um Times Square oh, on yeah. New Year's Eve. And you were on the TV and all, too. It was unbelievable. Really? And every part of that story just felt so, like, meant to be because we went... When we went to Times Square, like, we went so late. Everyone normally queues up to go to Times Square for New Year's Eve. People normally queue up for, like, days before. And when you get in there, it's a weird thing that you find out. You can't go to the bathroom. So there's people there for, like, over a day. And they hadn't went to the bathroom. Well, they did go to the bathroom, but there, like, there was no no portaloos or anything. In Times Square. Mm -hmm. People queue up for days to go and see that. Yeah. So... Like, we got in, I think about four or five o'clock, we got in and we, with the very back, we couldn't even see the ball drop or anything. And then luckily we ran into these people, they were from LA, Uh and they had a hotel right beside the ball. And Mm -hmm. they were like, they said to the police officers that were there, they were like, oh, we, um we really want to um go to our hotel because we've been out here for like days, like we just want to go back to our hotel. Mm -hmm. And by some miracle, the police were like, okay, um... Uh, and they were like these are our cousins so me and Rohan like went with them to um to like their hotel or whatever but um we went back outside and the police were like the only way you're going to get back in here is if you go right there and they put us right at the very top Uh so like the confetti is only in Times Square the confetti is only for the very top square beside the ball no one else gets any confetti it's actually just like the tiny wee people at the top so yeah it oh was, my goodness, it was that's amazing. insane. And yeah, we were on the TV, you know? <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. I remember, uh, I remember seeing that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you. This is really scary. Shannon today has decided to um, flip things around and yeah. ask me some questions. I'm going to let your viewers see a bit more about you. <laughs> um, so this is more about traveling. So what is your worst experience while traveling? So like it could be food, night out, or accidentally sitting in first class on the way home from like home. <gasps> <laughs> oh no that was so bad I actually forgot I felt bad about it I get it I'm only waking you up by the way but yeah worst was had to be Milan like Mal- oh my god really? worst experience yeah but I loved it but it was just like oh my god just when anything could go wrong everything in that trip just went wrong mm. and like I went to <laughs> went to go to Lake Como and I was just like by myself I was like oh god this is so depressing then of course got their their thunderstorms oh, and I was like crying. Yeah. I was like, I need to go home. Oh, so I went back, I was there for like an hour, didn't even eat there, looked at it, I was like, Aww. okay, right. Then went <laughs> I went then um back and accidentally sat in first class and then they made me like rebuy my ticket again. I felt so well. And because of the like commu- the language bar. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for asking that question. I'm sorry. <laughs> that. Yeah, it was very raw and yeah. reset. So <laughs> thanks for that. Um, best place, like the place that you would recommend to go to. I don't remember where you've been. Um, good question. Rome. Yes. You like Croatia too. But I like. think Croatia. Well, I've been to Bulgaria. I've been a few places. 
Yeah, but I think my highlight has definitely been Croatia and the islands. We went like island hopping outside of Split mm-hmm. and um, even Dubrovnik as well is just so gorgeous. So I think that's been my highlight, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What was your, have, have there been any places that you've been to that were quite like off the cuff, even while you were on a trip? And you were like, oh, I must go and do this or I must go and see this. But it was really, really spontaneous or like even a trip that was spontaneous. Yes, well, when I went to New York, um, I literally booked it. Um, we at the time, I literally booked it. I remember one of my friends, Molly, just came back from New York, and she told me, and it had been something that was like on my vision board, like literally over there. If you see it, it's on mm-hmm. my vision board, yeah. And in New York at Christmas, and I was like, I'm not getting any younger, <laughs> even though I'm only twenty one. But I was like, I actually want to with the wee bit of money I'd save from work. I really want to go to New York, and it was my number one thing yeah. and flights into New York at Christmas for New Year specifically I wanted to go yeah. but it was so expensive so I was like I'll fly into Boston and then we traveled from Boston up to New York on the bus but oh, it was like four hour bus but it was like really really cheap on the bus yeah. so I'd recommend anyone to do that um so that was very off the cuff I think we booked it like less than a month before we left mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then when we got there, we went to Boston, but we also went to Salem, the witch village. Oh, okay. So, have you heard, That's or the witch neutral. town? Yeah. Have you heard of Salem before? I feel like you told me. I think I only heard about it through you. Yeah, where all the witches were kind of, like, executed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, like, in the 1600s. So, it's been, the most people have been, like, um, executed for people believing they were doing witchcraft. Yeah. So, it was very creepy place like but it was it was cool but it was all these like fortune tellers and shops like everything was witchy and like it felt very creepy and haunted I couldn't wait to get out of it like just a really uneasy kind of feeling it just felt like everyone was like a psychic or like it was like all these graveyards and like obviously I knew how many people were killed there but it was definitely we went to the Salem Witch Museum so it was definitely an experience yeah but not one I'd want to go back to and of course Half the witches were Irish, no you way. know. They actually, <laughs> yeah, because so many oh people like emigrated to that's to America insane. around that time. That's a very unusual experience. I love these questions, by the way. Right? Yeah. So I have a question here. Your most thrilling experience on holiday, like the one that you were like, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe!" Just definitely Times Square was okay, just unbelievable yeah. because we met these people from LA, and then after like all the things all the things you wouldn't expect there was people on the streets like um cleaning up the confetti and Aww. like everyone was so happy and like they were playing new york new york and in that moment i was like it was one of my happiest yeah. moments of my life and mm-hmm. it was just so surreal because we'd been on the tv just before it hit 12 o'clock like with one minute to spare they were asked like interviewing us um about like being from ireland and mm-hmm. like we turned around then and then the timer was going off and so we, we were live, so I think that was, for me, the most surreal experience mm-hmm. of my whole life. There you are. And then we went to an Irish bar after, the people from LA, we took them into an oh, Irish wow. bar. So it was, it was just an yeah. amazing experience. Yeah, oh, that's great. That's class. That's what you like to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, your favourite takeaway? Both drunk and sober. In Belfast? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Like, what are you craving? Walking home from a night out or getting a taxi and... I think it's Chipco. Do you not go for a Chipco? Chipco or... This is really good advertising. Like a pizza, just like love pizza. pizza I always find myself walking down Metallic yeah. and I'm like, God, <laughs> love pizza. I, yeah. I know, literally. But sober, yeah. Um, I love pho, a Vietnamese like noodle soup. Oh. 
Madame Fa on Botanic. Is this Dusset? Fa. Yes. But I thought it was pronounced Fo, but it was actually pronounced Fa. Okay. So, yeah. So, hopefully I'll go to Vietnam someday and try actual mm. authentic Fa. I can actually see you going there. Yeah. Can, yeah. It's in the works. Yeah. Was it? Well, no. <laughs> but it's, it's on the dream board, so. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, thank you for asking me all these lovely questions, and no thank problem. you for being such a lovely guest. Oh. You're so you're such an amazing speaker. Oh, would you mind up? No, but thank I, you for coming on. I know whenever I hear this back, I'm gonna be Dan. No, you're not. No, I will. It's amazing, and thank you so much. And no I hope problem. anyone who's listening, I hope you've maybe been inspired to travel by some of this. Yeah, like, I'm sure probably everyone that's listening to this are all the travelers, but just go do more. Yeah, and it's amazing. I hope like you maybe take some of our tips, or you go and visit some of the places we talked about because yeah. it really is character building, and you. It's it's amazing to travel, and I'm so glad that we've had the chance to do some traveling. Book flights to Paris, but not to the wrong airport. <laughs> We're very lucky. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Shannon. No problem. It's been all. a joy yes. as always. Thanks thank very you much so for much. having me. And thank you to anyone who's got this far. Um, it was very um, rambly podcast. But I think I think it was really fun, like going through all of our memories and. I feel like we've. And trying to inspire people to travel. Yeah, I feel like people seeing the light set into our friendship. Yeah, that's crazy. Right, well, thank you so much, everyone, and bye, Shannon. Bye.